Okay, everybody, we are back in the new year doing another podcast. We are outsourced to profits. And Nazmul, you and I were just talking about the critical nature that is 2024, in which, unfortunately, another tough year is probably upon us. And to start the year, companies like Citibank uh, laid off 20,000 people and Google laid off thousands of people. Uh, you had a question around the North American employment law, which has been brought up to me many times. The state of Colorado and California have completely been changing laws for the benefit of the employee, hurting us, the employer. How about you ask the question? And I'm going to give you some real life scenarios. Sure, sure. Like we can talk about the legal parts and financial parts, but here's something very important for a founder. No founder, if I'm not wrong, no founder wants to let go of their full-time employees. Reason behind it, whenever you hire somebody as, as a founder, an employee, the employee knows that that employee will be with the company for a very, very long time unless the employee wants to leave, right? Most of the time, that's how it works, right? So, so the expectation from the employee side is that I'm going to be with this company for a very long time. My job should be secure. I should get paid on time and stuff like that. With the founder, from the founder side as well, the founder starts thinking, hey, this guy is not just an employee. This guy is a, kind of like a, you know, like kind of like a friend. It's a, it's a very, somebody I'm always hanging out with. So I always tell my, this is, here's what I always tell my, um, ask my um, colleagues. I'm like, hey, think about it, okay? Think about how much time you're spending with your parents and think about how much time you're spending with me every day. So if you're working with me, you better make sure that you like me, right? Long story short, everybody is expecting to be with each other for a long time. But unfortunate things happen. Um, the economy might be bad. Maybe the product isn't working anymore. So a lot of things can happen and maybe you have to let go of people. What happens when you have to let go of people? Doesn't matter what kind of big company you are. You can be Google. Uh, you can be whoever. It's always sad. Why do these news outlets, right? News, these, uh, uh, um, these news channels always talk about letting people go or, you know, playing off people because it's something to talk about. It's, it's, it doesn't sound right. It doesn't matter what company you are. And I think it's more important if you are a small company. So I just wanted to bring it up. Obviously, uh, Jamie, you can talk about the, um, the legal aspects of it, but I would, I, you know, I would love for you to touch upon on how easy it is when it comes to laying off somebody. Why is it easy? Um, and, you know, you can give the logical reason, I can jump into it as well. But why is it easy to let people go when somebody is offshoring? Why is it? And when I say easy, not just in, in, in terms of mindset, but also in terms of legal aspect, why is it easier if you're working with, um, you know, offshore uh, employees? What, what do you think? Yeah, and I'll, and I'll bring out a real life scenario that happened to me. So and I maybe have told this story many times that my first company, Sales for Life, was making millions of dollars but was spending millions plus one. And in the end of 2017, we basically had a collision course with a financial death. And if you did the math, we were caught between a rock and a hard place. And I've had this conversation with maybe 50 other founders who unfortunately needed to do mass layoffs. The year 2022 and 2023 were really tough. A lot of companies went through it. Some are ready to do it this year in 2024. Here's the challenge though. 
in where I live in the province of Ontario in Canada, the employment law is very advantageous to the employee. Other states in the United States are turning this way, Colorado, California, many others have turned this way. And basically, I owed what's called severance and severance is a deferred liability is a debt that you owe. Well, my severance on some of my employees was so high that if I were to have terminated them at that moment in time, if I had to pay all that severance, I would have been bankrupted instantly rather than trying to keep the teammates unproductively paying their operational expenses, their, their, you know, their salaries, because I was slow dripping my way towards trying to make more money and collide that with expenses. Like I was punting the ball just by keeping people. And that's not right. I needed to be able to pivot my business. The business, if it was a living, breathing entity was screaming, reduce my operating expenses. I need to, I need to, you know, flourish. So long of the short, you're um, an entrepreneur. You, when you start a business, you don't write on a business plan that your goal is to employ a gajillion people. You write on a business plan that you're going to do things for the customer. You're going to do things for the world. You're going to introduce new great ideas. But it doesn't say I need to employ half my, half my city to do it. So now I want you to be very objective to say to yourself, I need more optionality. I need more flexibility in employment. I have some things in my business that are very project-based. I just need somebody to step in and do a project and leave. I have some things that are fractional-based. There is no need for somebody to do this for 50 hours a week. I only need somebody to do it for 20 or 30. And then I have some things that I need full-time, but are so highly unpredictable, meaning my customers aren't giving me recurring revenue. I don't know how long this thing will run for. I need somebody to work full time for this. But when the, the, the music stops and I need to pull a chair out from the game of musical chairs, I can't have somebody continue their employment with me when I'm not collecting revenue to be able to pay them. So this all leads to the concept of offshoring. And you have now independent contractors, which you and that contractor set a win-win scenario together to state, hey, I only need you to work on this particular project. I'll pay you every month if the project continues. Number two, I, I need you to work fractionally. I can pay you X number of month and the same with full-time. And it gives both parties a win-win. The, the uh, offshore teammate is now able to collect income working with North American customers, serving the North American world. At the same time, you as the entrepreneur uh, can use a form of like uh, what's called negative, uh, you know, negative cash flow, which means let customer pay me. I pay teammates to serve that customer. I'm not out of pocket to serve that customer. So these are some of the best benefits of offshoring, of being able to, here in North America, Hiring somebody part-time, very difficult. Um, and then hiring somebody that is an independent contractor, even more difficult. You know, they, the, the government is going to force you towards some sort of full-time real employment agreement. But that night, that's not best serving you or the customers.
So I'll, I'll pass the ball back to you, Nesmo. Uh, what are some of your thoughts? No, I, I, yeah. So here's the thing. Um, I think I'm going to put, touch upon on what, what you already mentioned. So when you hire somebody offshore from the get-go, the expectation is set right. So when you hire somebody offshore, the offshore person with the offshore person, you sign an agreement, which is which is an independent contract, right? Even with get leverage, it's kind of like a month-to-month basis, if I'm not wrong. Uh, with some services that we have, it's like per quarter. But with that, we're working every month. So suddenly something really, really bad happens with your company. Doesn't matter with get leverage or you know if or or, or if you if, if we help you hire somebody else, you can literally stop working with that you know either get leverage or the uh, or the people that you're working with within a month or two. That's it. You don't have to worry about paying them month after month just because you had a contract with them. That's number one. Number two, um, the oh, sorry, I was talking about the mindset part. From get go, everybody's on the same page. Everybody knows that at any given time, this can stop, right? So when it stops, yeah, some people are little sad, but they're just little sad because they already knew that it's, it might happen. It's, it's like one of those relationships, relationships right? You, you're getting into it and you both know like, hey, it's okay. We're just getting into it. Maybe it's gonna lead something big or maybe it won't, but we, we're just, as long as we both are okay with it, I think we'll both be happy. So. So the expectation from the beginning is where is an independent contract. Uh, we can stop anytime. So everybody's okay with it. There's nothing to worry about it. And obviously there's a legal aspect of it, uh, of it and, and, and which is very important for North Americans. But for us, for, for you know, people like me who is living in this side of the world, I'm also thinking about the emotional part of it. I'm also thinking about how the founder will keep thinking like, am I a loser? Am I, I'm, I'm the one who's firing everybody? But you're not, right? It's because the way things are right now. And that's okay. Letting people go is okay. I think people would also understand when you let them go, they, like, they, they're not stupid. They, I think they would know that, okay, business is not going well. So that's why they're letting them go. So with an offshoring team, um, either you would work with us or anybody else, I think everybody is okay with, um, you know, stopping to work together. doesn't matter what, uh, you know, uh, when. Um, so... I think when it, if there are, and I know, Jamie, and I'm sure you know a few of them as well. I know founders who, who went into like very bad depression, uh, probably got separated from their wives um, just because they had to shut down the company or, or they had to let go. And shutting down the company has a lot to do with letting off, you know, letting people go. So when they had to let a lot of people go, they were in deep. Um, you know, they were in uh, having deep conversation with themselves. Like, am I a bad person? Am I letting people, because I'm letting people go, am am I not good enough, this and that? And that has a huge impact, Jamie, by the way. I know that it happened to me. You know, I I, I felt like I was letting 20 families, uh, you know, 20 to 30, I'm trying to think of the final number, but 20 to 30 families down. But if I were to back up objectively, Mm-hmm. The organization, the entity. So I want you to picture like a company is like yeah. a living, breathing organism. Right. That organism, if it could talk to you, would say, why is it that right. revenue moves it travels like this, mm-hmm. yet mm-hmm. my operational expenses can't yeah. seem to travel at the same frequency? And that's unfair to the entity. The it entity that could speak to you would say, you're... You're piling up fixed fee 
long-term liabilities with mm-hmm. employment agreements, soft, giant software licenses, office leases, <laughs> yet our revenue, for yeah. many of you listening on this call, you do not have a recurring revenue model. So right. your revenue is traveling like this, yeah. but your expenses are on a linear trajectory like that. And it, there's a collision course with death. Right, right. No, so, absolutely. I think, yeah, I think we both t- touched upon some really good things. I, I, you know, I talked about the emotional part of it. You brought the um, legal part of it. At the end of the day, guys, if you're thinking of offshoring or outsourcing, just do it now. There's, we, there's no better time. Like this is the time to offshore. This is 2024. Like, here's the thing. Post COVID, if you're still thinking about it doesn't work, come on, come on, buddy. I mean, th- then then you're just you know lying to yourself. Like. Everybody figured out offshoring works, remote work works. Maybe I don't know how to do it. And that's why Get Leverage exists, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't know how to do it, we'll figure it out. If you don't know how to do it, uh, if, you, if you don't want to go through all the hassle of you know, HR and these and that, recruiting, we have done for you services where we can help you with that. So, But doesn't matter if you work with us or anybody else. All of we are saying is just start offshoring. This is the time. Fantastic. Well, with that, this is Offshore to Profits. Please subscribe, like, comment, share. Get this into the hands of founders, CEOs, revenue leaders, you know, sales and marketing leaders. And we're going to be able to help them. So with that, Nazmul, let's sign out. Yeah, let's rock 2024. Thanks. Thank Bye-bye. you.